About Dads Radio is made possible through the support of the School of Family Studies and Human Services at Kansas State University. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our podcast series that explores what it means to be a dad. I'm Chuck Smith, grandfather and parent educator, and I'll be your host for the program. This is About Dads podcast number two, Grandfathers. Let's take a look at the special role grandfathers and grandmothers have in winning the hearts of children. What is the the role of a grandfather? And is it any different from uh, the role of a father? I think having grandparents is like frosting on a cake. I dearly love my grandparents. Grandparenting means that you get to spoil them and then send them home. Spoiling by grandparents may mean temporarily easing some of the rules good parents have. I can remember going and visiting my grandparents on my stepfather's side, and they would let me stay up late at night on Friday nights and watch horror movies. Man, I love those movies. A lot lot of fun. My parents would never have allowed me to do that, but my grandparents did. Grandparents are focused on building lifetime memories that strengthen relationships. The role of the grandfather is to not necessarily spoil the children, but to do things with them that maybe dad doesn't want to do or can't do. Really just to spend time with them and and, and talk with them and, and find an interest that they have and kind of foster that interest. I know that uh, Cindy's dad was real good at doing that. He liked to camp, and he liked to to be out on a boat. So a lot of things were kind of revolved around that, taking some trips and doing some things in the motorhome or just going out to Tuttle Creek and setting up for the weekend and letting the kids fish. Being involved means investing time and expressing devotion and caring. Unfortunately, Not all grandfathers recognize what they can contribute. And for some of us, our memories are not cheerful. My family was very uh, traditional in in the patriarchal sense, and so he was the man who sat in the chair and and issued orders and not exactly requests, orders, do this, don't do that kind of a man. He had a very big oak chair. He liked to read westerns in paperback form, and they were piled up by his chair. They had either red or yellow edges on the paperback books. They he had stacks and stacks of them, and uh, he liked to watch baseball on TV, and he liked to go fishing. Did he go fishing with the the kids, or did he oh go by? He, no no, fishing was a man's job. It was not for children. He would. Uh, bring back his fish, and and sometimes if he didn't get around to cleaning them right away, he would put them in the sink in the bathroom, floating in the, in the water in the sink. Really, really disconcerting for a little girl to have to go in and pee and see this big, ugly catfish swimming in the bathroom sink. Did he ever do anything for you guys, or, or, or you know, like make food, or? Oh. He would make pancakes. He would make pancakes in a large cast iron skillet, and the pancake would be about the size of a skillet. And he um, 
he really believed in cooking them thoroughly. To my young eyes, burnt. And, uh, and you had to eat what was put on your plate. That was very difficult. So you didn't didn't have any real fond memories of, of uh, doing things with him or, or well, going to visit him. Well, he lived with my grandmother. Look, my grandmother got fond memories of my grandmother. He was the man who sat in the chair, you know, in the living room. And uh, he uh, had a garden in the backyard. And he did that, but he was just sort of a, a grumpy older man, you know, overweight, uh, chewed tobacco, Ooh, he had a, a can, a tomato juice can, that was set beside his chair in the garden and set beside his chair in the living room that he would spit in. And would your brothers think of him? Oh, probably about the same as I. I don't think we ever really talked about him. He was just, he was just, you know, that guy there kind of a thing. That guy there really missed an opportunity to make a difference in the lives of his grandchildren. Grandmothers and grandfathers can be special in four ways that can offer children something that even the best parents cannot. First, from the perspective of children, grandparents can provide a connection with the family's past. I do remember one time I thought it was really cool I had gotten a tape recorder for Christmas. I was, of course, having a good time taping people. And I went up to my grandfather and wanted to tape him. We got to talking about our German ancestry. And so one of the things I remember most about my grandfather is him sitting down and explaining about our history of where we were from, what we had done, and where as a people we were. And that was my grandfather. Um, he didn't play a lot with us. He did wonderful things. He could, he made wonderful wooden toys for us. But the most thing I remember is my grandfather was my heritage. And he would sit down and tell me stories of the heritage. Things that I didn't know and I loved history. And so those things were important to me to hear about my family so he was passing on the generations. So grandfathers can be great storytellers who reveal the family's past. Giving them a little bit of a sense of family, knowing that there's more than just your immediate family, and giving them a little bit more of a, I guess kind of a well-rounded look at what the family is like. And I think, you know, and, and being able to talk about their parents your mom, when she was this age, this is what she loved to do. Or yeah, I can remember the first fish that she caught. Kind of gives them a, a look at what mom and dad were like when they were their age. Because it's hard to picture your parents being young. I, I always have a trouble with that. That's something that's hard for me to grasp. That Yeah, when, a long time ago, my mom and dad were 25 and they were 15 and the kind of the things they did. But there's lots of stories there that I think grandparents can share. So it's almost kind of like uh, the grandparent as a personal historian. Well, yeah, um, a lot of family history, I think, um, kind of falls back on the grandparents. And I think a lot of it is they want to see those connections continue 
my friends used to kid me that we had a fallout shelter in the basement. I actually asked him about that one time. I said, why do we have so much stuff in our basement? All my kids tease me about that. And he says, well, I went through the depression. And I'll never be hungry again. So that so was, far, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, despite the fact that probably half that food could not be eaten anyway because it probably spoiled, but... He had that, and he had the freezer stocked, and he had everything set up because of what his folks went through. Yeah. Yeah. That was a tough time for him. His dad was a banker. He paid everybody back. So that was tough. Second, grandparents can be special friends with their grandchildren. A grandfather is a dad with a second chance. That might be apparent when we see our own fathers become grandfathers. My stepfather was a stern guy who never played with me when I was young. I returned from a shopping trip when they were babysitting to find him sprawled on the floor playing with trucks with his grandson. Is he different as a grandfather than he was as a father? Yes, because he was so he was more driven to do, to earn money for his family. Uh eventually Unless you're just really careful, one, either the drive to be with your family or the drive to to provide for them is going to take hold. And for my dad, he probably spent more time working than he did playing with his family. Not saying he didn't do it, but there was probably a bigger gap. So now, as a grandfather, he can sit down and play. The uh, drive to to uh, provide for them is not there. He can just be a uh, the dad he wanted to be or hoped he would be, he can do that for his grandchildren. Can have fun. Yes. So grandfathers are free of the kind of obligations that a father might feel? Right. So he's going to take a few more risks. He's going to do a few more things. He's going to just be the playmate that they may be looking for. Third, to children, grandparents can have special powers. When my son was about seven, he left his bike parked right behind the family car sitting in the driveway. Well, I got up that morning and backed over it with a scrunch and crunch and smash and sprang. The wheels were all bent. The spokes were all cattywampus. Well, Bill heard the sound, came running out, crying, looking at the uh, the bent-up bike, how twisted it was, the frame bent. And, of course, I wasn't happy with where he had uh, left the bike, and I said so. But as they stood there crying and looking at it, he stopped suddenly and had kind of an idea come across his face. My parents were going to visit us that weekend. And he looked at me and he said, Grandpa's coming. He can fix it. Well, I had to suppress some laughter at the very thought of my stepfather being able to straighten that bent-up frame. But to Bill, my son, he could work miracles. And finally, both grandparents can be models of graceful aging. We'll look at these last two contributions in future podcasts. Sacrifice is an important outcome of love. Many grandparents today serve as parents. When they do, they often have to sacrifice some of their inclinations as grandparents to be the best parents they can be. Instead of growing up with a single parent, 
I was able to grow up with my grandma and grandpa. I kind of enjoyed growing up with them, to be perfectly honest. My grandma was a, a part-time teacher and uh, at some point a full-time teacher, but uh, primarily a part-time teacher. So she was around a lot. And I don't think that people often get that anymore. There's too many dual-income families, so I don't know that they get that perspective. Most people kind of emulate what their dad did. A lot of their disciplinary skills and a lot of how they handle situations is based on what they learned from their mom and their dad. And mine is strictly from my grandparents. My grandpa, it was kind of funny because if something really big happened, he was totally calm, thought out the situation, didn't get annoyed. But if it was something small like not turning off the TV or leaving the back door open, he was going to react, probably overreact to that. But then other things that really mattered, he was real calm about and, and talked it through and realized what was going on. And that's more how I am. I, I, I get upset and frustrated at the little things. But big things, I kind of step back. And, and his kind of philosophy was, why worry about stuff that you can't control? If you can't control it, why spend a whole lot of time worrying about it? It's, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. So I guess I'm a little bit more like him from that perspective. And then I got a real sense of family, I think, from my grandma. She was in charge of all the holidays and the trips and uh, keeping us in line and that kind of stuff. So I think I got a real sense of family from her. Can you give me an example? You recall one of those big things that your grandfather reacted so calmly to? I had, uh, I was probably sophomore or junior in high school, and our basketball team was playing a very important game in Crete. I was not on the team, but I loved basketball, loved going to the games. There was a winter storm warning out. I begged to be able to drive to that game. It was an away game, and I said, I can do it, I can do it, it'll be fine. Everything was fine. Went to the game on the way back, probably 30 miles from home. Sand belt bus. Car dies. So here I am, not knowing where I am or what I'm doing, and we get we pull off to the side of the road, and I kind of try and figure out where I think we are. We get a ride back from some other people who are traveling back from the game, and I get home, and I've got to tell my grandpa that the car is way out there. And uh, so I'm thinking, you know, he's going to jump on me for doing this and doing that. He just looked at me and he said, you know, I shouldn't have let you go. It's my fault. Oh, so yeah. that was pretty powerful. Grandfathers are pretty special in terms of providing that kind of, of support to that little boy. Yeah. So that memory of him and his, yeah. his being calm is, is something that you know we remember. If your grandfather uh, was here, as you look back on your experience with him, what what would you want to say to him? What would be the comment that you want to make to that grandfather? Probably just thank you. Thanks for being there, and thanks for being willing to step in. Because I think that's what they did. Thanks for the love. Thanks for being there. Yeah, he was he was a good guy. Just being a grandfather doesn't make us special to grandchildren. We have to earn a place in their hearts by what we do with and for them. 
When we do, our life will resonate in their hearts long after we are gone. Thanks for listening to this About Dads podcast, brought to you through the support of the School of Family Studies and Human Services at Kansas State University. My name is Chuck Smith, and I am the producer and host for the series. For more information, visit our website at aboutdadsradio.com.